Can you make me sound a little bit Ooh, deeper? Oh, that's better. Whoa, that's Ooh. echo. Alex. Now I'm at Crystal Palace ready to, ready to sing. You're listening to Behind the Clipboard, event experts empowering you to throw killer events for your business, workplace, social circle and beyond. We're giving you the insider toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events, it's time to go backstage with your hosts, Tamara Cook, Crystal Thane and Melissa Howie. Welcome to today's episode of In the Green Room and we're in the green room today with Alex Howell. Woohoo! Excitement. Awesome, excitement. Yeah, thanks for having <laughs> me, guys. It's um, yeah, super excited to be here. It's and your see first you guys. time being podcasted. Yeah, this is super professional. <laughs> it's like watching, Thank you. like a real like podcast YouTube channel, but in I real life. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Yeah, oh, I am. I, it's it's one and the same. <laughs> oh, yeah, my sarcasm tell. and my can relate. Yeah. Um. So after managing the production department of a weekly newspaper, Alex left to start up his own photography business. And he's an extremely passionate photographer who works across an extensive range of clients, including a lot of events around town. Mel and I have worked with him quite a lot. Mm. Alex, tell us a bit about yourself. Who wrote that intro? <laughs> Melissa. <No. laughs> oh, sure. No, like I need that for my website. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I haven't had a website the whole time that I've been doing this because I – Can't write about yourself. Can't write about I myself. I was so scared yeah. about which way that was going to go. Same. I had Who not, do you think I am? I was like, I don't want to put my name to that. Yeah. So <laughs> I dubbed you in. <laughs> you liked the intro? Mel wrote it. Oh, I mean, any time that anyone talks about me is great. So, What made you become a photographer? Uh, I don't know anything else. <laughs> I don't think I, I chose to do it. I think it chose me. Oh, yeah, man. it's so cliche. You, um, we like that yeah. though here. I think when it's a artistic, creative field, I don't know if you can just choose to do it. It always has to, to be there. And I think I don't know anything else other than taking photos or video. Um, I think it comes from wanting to archive and document life. I think as in, in high school and early TAFE days, I just had a video camera and I just filmed everything. There's a mountain of little mini DV tapes of just going to lunch or So you're whatever. basically just a, a voyeur. Total, total creep. <laughs> like, I just think of American Beauty. That, that guy that just that films guy, the plastic yeah. bag. That, yeah. That's oh, me. That's, you. that's me. I had my little handy cam. It would just be in the lift, whatever. Um, and what did you do with all this footage? Nothing. Just in his house? It would just, the, the tape would fill up. It would go in the bag and then another tape would go in. Never looked back at any of the footage. So can you fill us in on where you went from, okay, I'm going to go and follow this passion and do what I love, to where you are now, which is a regularly booked in-demand photographer? I think it was just meeting or getting one or two key jobs with the right people that that just kind of snowballed around me and and got me regular contracts that I can now live off. Um, um, Events, parties and, you know, amateur models who wanted photos that was like where I became uh, a name that people knew. And that was back in the day, like MySpace. Um, oh, just, MySpace. Oh, yeah. wow. Did you have a MySpace tab? Never. Melissa? What? No, it's oh. true. True oh, story. Yeah. Song on arrival. Yep. Colourful. Sl- Weird photo background. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. I think I was on cruise ship. I was just going to say it was probably cruise ship days. Yeah, bad internet. Mm. <laughs> Um, so what are the main things, because we're all about events here, that an event manager or a bride even uh, needs to consider when choosing the right photographer for their event? Um, my go-to story for, for brides when looking for a photographer is don't get obsessed over the portfolio and what they're showing on their website because that's 
the best of the best of the best. You know, it's a um, destination wedding. It's their most attractive couple and they're selling you the best version of, of what they can do. And not saying that, you know, their wedding may not be that good or they're not that good. It's just that you're looking at not what your day is going to be and you get caught up on the excitement of, of what they might be able to spin and create for you. Um, and you forget to look at, do you actually get along with them? Because the photographer is probably the person that as a, as a bride that you're going to spend the most time with during your day. Mm. Um, it's right next to your, your maid of honor and, and your mom, like when I, when I do weddings, I'll, I'll follow the bride around and, and I am part of the bridal party. Do you make sure that she's got snacks? Totally. Yeah. You need, oh. do you have that photographer's kit, the bride? No, I should though. I don't do weddings enough. I should have kits for everything. Just just a little um, bum bag. Mm, bum bag. little bum bag yeah. full of... Whip out a Kit Kat. Yeah. Um, and if the bride doesn't feel like you're one of the bridesmaids, then she's not going to be comfortable with you. You're not going to get the most natural photos. They're always going to feel like a stranger's in the room because I am a stranger. I'm, I've met you maybe twice before. Um, and so if I can make you feel like we've been lifelong friends, I'm not just this random guy taking photos. Just a creep in the yeah, background. Yeah, I'm not just a creep <laughs> in the background. And I think that's the the key to, to finding a good photographer, someone that you get along with. And that goes with shooting events. Like, mm-hmm. I think I'm a little bit, I can be laid, I am laid back, sometimes too laid back. But uh, yeah. I, <laughs> we have, how many times have Mel and I called you been like, keep coming? Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Easy to get along with. Very cruisy, true. cruisy on site, gets the job done. Um, not too uh, anal and fussy if the, the brief isn't, precise or delivered 48 hours in advance if I get it the morning of the job Why I'm are you looking at me I'm cool <laughs> good segue Alex uh, yeah what's a photography brief uh it is something that makes sure that I do my job and that you get what you want uh, and a good brief will, will outline these are the key shots you guys are great the briefs <laughs> that you send are great there's there's dot points I like deep I like dot points it was you know, we want uh, these are the, the the critical shots we need, and these are if you can get them, that'll be that'll be great. And like a list of when things are happening with with times, and mm-hmm. even to the extent where it's you know there's a separate little column with my name in it saying you know this is where Alex to side of stage to yeah. photograph award winner. Totally, I I don't <laughs> want to have to think like this is that great. Document like document is called a run sheet, <laughs> and we love them. Yeah, not everyone um, not everyone has them. Not. All of them are as, you know, as detailed as, as you guys do. Some of them are just like, you know, just capture the the mood. <laughs> capture the like, moment. Just as mood. Great. Yeah. It's like, cool. All right. Um, and that's where you can come unstuck because, you know, you're you're told, just capture the mood of the event and you're not just doing that. What, what you does think that even is mean? The yeah. mood. And then, you know, you deliver the, the photos on the, the Monday and they're like, oh, did you get a photo of the... Um, uh, the the trapeze that we had in the lower car park behind the tent, and you're like well, <laughs> the no, what and the where? The no, no you, you you didn't tell me that existed and that wasn't a thing. Or it's so important because you need to think what shots are you going to need next year to market that event. Exactly, that, that is how yeah. we do our briefs, and we think what shots are gonna are going to be the, the ones that sell shots. tickets. Exactly. Or the from money the year, shots. Or from the year before, what did we miss and we really wish we got? Yes. Food photography <laughs> is, uh, I know I always bring it back to food. Oh, but always talks about food. Something we just never seem to really capture how beautiful the food looks like. It'll be, you know, the sauce is splashed a little bit on the side or I know, I know it's an art and you've got to, you know, paint the food. They paint the burgers when they take them. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's difficult, especially Hard. with, um, 
like cocktail events like the one that you guys recently had where everyone is so eager for the food and <laughs> just you wanna, on the tray. you want to get it and that just like it's already there. They're like, boom, all the sliders are gone. And then you go and ask the wait staff and they're like, oh, no, sorry, you know, the food's, food's done. I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah. this is a trick where you need to get to know the, ste- uh, the chef yeah. or one wait staff and you need to be able to go just into the kitchen. Totally. Take them before they come and out, like or big just as they come out the door. At Crown, you you find the you know the the server that becomes your buddy, and then yeah. you go always <laughs> come to me first. And I tried doing that once, and the chef just Spat lost it. yeah lost his, lost really? it at me. It was like, what are you doing here? I don't have time for this. All these photos are on our function package. Why do you need them? They're no different. And I was like, ah, it's in the brief. <laughs> and they're not, like, by the way. I've never heard of a temperamental chef. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, they are definitely. And I think <laughs> that was sarcasm. Wow, oh, right. you missed like, that one. I missed that totally. <laughs> Uh, when they're trying to s- serve 600 people. I was also just thinking about, I also say, yes, come to me first, but not for photos. Just bring the tray to me first. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why they're sceptical when yeah. Alex says it. <laughs> bring the yeah. tray to me first. Yeah, exactly. I, they didn't give me a rider. <laughs> I need some food. They didn't feed me. I want to know, um, when clients ask you to do candid photos mm-hmm. do you ask for more of a definition or is that ever a problem or you is that an easy thing for you to understand no i i prefer a client that says just candid in the moment kind yeah. of shots so for me that's just like put my stalker lens on and you know i'll hang back and people don't know that i'm taking photos of them and that's when you get that that's real like this is the event these are the people interacting the whole idea of having to go and 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 break up a conversation and awkwardly ask oh can i get a photo and i don't know if this guy's standing with his wife or if it's you know his, his boss extra. or if, i just assume yes. that you know you guys are standing together maybe you're a couple can i get a photo and then it's, it, yeah and it ruins the the flow and you know it works it's fine for parties because you're at a party everyone knows everyone but at corporate events when they want staged social photos you know in a crowd it's yeah it's it's Who, difficult and I, I actually don't like them I don't like that style of photo. No, Mm. it's always, yeah, I much prefer candid. Someone in the middle of a laugh or tipping back a drink. But real candid and staged candid are two different things. When we did the I've seen a lot of ugly candidates come from Alex. Yeah. It's Mostly usually of me. Of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With That's chins. why I choose to leave them in. Yeah. yeah. You are so you know mean. that we will laugh at it. Yeah. And yeah. I see him lurking in the background with his stalker lens. And, I can and tell. I'm like, and I right, Mel, suck in the chin and it never works. Because <laughs> he gets you at the moment when you've just let your chin down. <laughs> so you can imagine what I have that, that didn't make the oh cut that's goodness. even worse. You know, I deem them worthy to send to you. Out of interest, how hard do you laugh at some of the ugly photos you get of people oh, it's, you don't even bother anymore like it's I just it's legit next, like next, next. I just want to get it done because it's it's a big undertaking so for every hour I am on site doing a job there's another hour going through those photos how many Is photos right? how many photos do you take in an hour for like a, just a corporate event like the one we just did um, it's roughly about 100 100 photos an hour it depends you know how dynamic the event is. If it's just people standing around, it, it gets a bit difficult. And sometimes people, you know, you want to, like, you need to be there for three hours. And it's like, why? Like, this for three hours, everyone's standing in the same group talking. I can do that in 45 and minutes. we can imagine that you were there the whole time. Hmm. Whereas at a ball, we uh, send him to the tables, the stage, yeah. back to the media hall. Oh, yeah. 500 people coming in. Teach you all how to pose. It's <laughs> yeah. all about the leg extension yeah, and the, the hip hop. Yeah. We know that's something you're good at. Yeah. yeah. Putting people in poses. That's right. But before we get on to that, I want to know for each hour that you – or for each 100 shots that you get, Mm. how many of those would make the cut on average and how – and you're saying that editing is probably an hour of shooting 
equals an hour of editing. Yeah, it's just um, the tricky thing is when it's uh, so in a ballroom and it's like an awards night or a presentation and you've got speakers. For every person that's speaking, you know, you want to deliver maybe five to ten photos of them that capture them from different angles. But for each shot that I do, I'll burst off three to five images so you get the right mouth shape because that's the hard (laughs) thing because nobody talks pretty. It's always... (laughs) You don't even need to see it. The sound was enough. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The magic of podcasts, you can imagine. (laughs) imagine. um, Out of interest, how many clients do you get that want to do staged speech (laughs) shots at the start? You are the only one. Mm. And it's perfect. I might say that. it's perfect. It it looks very. Um, I just imagine the the poster for the the dictator. How <laughs> uh, it's them like standing very stoic and you know, looking yeah. off into the distance. <laughs> um, but it works because then you don't get the awkward mouth open, mm. mouth open, Mid- eyes closed. A lot of people are like heavy blinkers. Um, so there's a tip for people if if it's really important to get the main speaker uh, a shot of them speaking, perhaps get them to come before guests arrive and do some stage shots so without speaking. Sh- uh, yeah, their sound check. During sound check, we yeah. often do it. Yep. And I'll just stand there and I'll go, okay, look to the back left, look to your friend at the front, look to the right, laugh at the thing that the some, that someone just said, ha ha. <laughs> and I'll just move and I'll get my three different angles and, and boom, you've got photos that the speakers are going to be happy with because they're, yeah. they're just smiling, they're not actually speaking. Um, Good tip. What we want to know, Alex, is what's the most memorable event you photographed? Um, it would have to be like... Um, Shooting for the Wildcats for the first time. That was really cool. I'd never been to a, a basketball game, so that was you know, exciting in itself, like going to a sold-out Wildcats game, but sitting on the court, like you're the closest person to the action. Um, yeah, I hope you had protection. <laughs> no. I was going to say, that's high risk sitting it closest is. to the court. Yeah, and it's like the the energy, you have goosebumps the whole time because there's so much pressure in the atmosphere. Um, it was really cool, and it just so happened that that night, I think they were playing, I was going to make it up, Adelaide, I don't know. <laughs> They're like rivals. I don't know anything about sports, but there was a bit of biffo at the end. And I knew the assistant coach at the time through nightclub photos. And that's how I got the gig. He recommended me to the um, the media person and, and I got a call up. Wow. And so I was taking photos of him because he, um, you know, he was getting fired up and, and – and getting angry when they were starting to have a bit of biffo. And then the, the opposition coach like threw out a punch and he stood there like really, really strong and he took the punch right in his chest. And because I was just watching him, I was the only one that, that caught that frame. Awesome. And so wow. there's, a, there's a frame of, it's just kind of like two armies battling and, and the coach is throwing this fist into his chest and he's just standing there strong. And they ended up getting a full back page in the, the Sunday Times or something, which was pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. But From because humble I, beginnings. Yeah. 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 Did you guys see that photo, speaking of basketball photos, of I think in America, basketball players falling into the crowd. It's Chrissy Teigen and John Legend and they're both like cringing away. It's like a, It looks like a Renaissance painting. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't seen no. that one. No. I might look it up. Yeah, look it up. Um, so yours wasn't good enough, Alex. That's no. what you're saying. No, 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 yours was amazing, Alex. Yours was just a fight. <laughs> just John Legend wasn't there, neither was Chrissy T. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any tips and tricks for an event manager to make sure that their guests get the best possible angles at the media wall? We find that we end up taking photos of people for them, but we're not sure. Yeah, I think um, what to say to them. Having a well, having a, a good setup for them to go and stand in front of is is key, and the main thing is is lighting. And what's the point of having a, a setup if the photos look bad and nobody wants to post them? And I think that's mm. what from an event you, you want. You want people to share photos that they took. Um, so I think the main point is is having it uh, set up well with, with nice lighting that you can just take it on, on an iPhone. Um, and it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, that's half the, the battle. Last ball that we did and the lighting was better facing the white media that's wall. That's right. Looking <laughs> away from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> than it was facing in because the direct lighting was too bright. Yeah. So, I mean, at 
at Crown um, in the Grand Ballroom, unfortunately, they're always set up just when the sun's going down mm. and the media wall usually faces out to where the big tree is, which big is windows. where the big windows are. Yep. So you, yeah. you've got your big tungsten lights mixing with daylight and then the white balance and your skin tones don't look great and it's really they messed do up. Not. Yeah. So it's um, lighting. You want people to look as uh, face-tuned as possible. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So you're saying that the event manager should be setting up the lighting before the photographer gets there? Well, or yeah. just consult you or yeah, well, thinking uh, about lighting? Yeah. So if, if you're hiring a, a professional photographer to shoot and they're tasked with a media wall, um, if you're just running the event yourself and you don't have a you know, event company with a big you know, truckload of, of lighting and stuff that they can set up, um, yeah, definitely get them to, to bring their own so I have clients that, that get me to bring in my studio lights and set them up and so then it's like every photo is flawless it's like you're in a, a photo studio yeah. that doesn't help for you know, the punter with the iPhone because they're still just battling with whatever they've got but if you've got the ability to set up um, hot lights like constant lights that are not flashes um, then that's that's perfect that's ideal yeah. so it's more about communication just yeah and understanding you know, you know what you've got to set up and you know what the photographer can bring yeah, it must be the worst when you get somewhere and you think, oh, if you had just told me, I would have just brought my studio lights. Totally. And yeah, sometimes it's it's just assumed that you're going to bring some and then, you know, some briefs. Um, one company that I, I work for, they, they, they'll they put on there if, if the, the client has paid for their, them to bring their lights or if they want me to bring them or if they want the, the studio look. Um, so that's handy. So I know when I look at the brief, no lights set up, you know, bring umbrellas and, and things like that. Yep. And again, some just want it for aesthetics. They want the look of the umbrellas to make it look like it's um, a big deal. Yeah. And half the time that's it, just make, make it look like a big deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are scared to even come to the media wall. So one thing that I, I try and urge the, what do you call them, the, the, the greeters or the door hosts. hosts to say when they're checking names off, like direct people down to me because I'm standing there and I'll be standing there for the first 20 minutes and people just assume that they're not worthy of having a photo taken and they don't know that I'm just there as part of the entertainment really. Isn't that um, sad? I don't know what events you're going I was to, like, but uh, I have to elbow people out of the way to get to the media yeah, wall. Yours <laughs> are different because our, it's, it's all your team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> often our own team, yeah. <laughs> that is true. We have a large events team. We love a media wall. We're testing you it out. test the lighting. Yeah. That's important. my theory. We're taking one for... All the guests. But it does, it totally depends on your the crowd. crowd. So, for example, like a, a Boobalicious, total photo crowd. You cannot mm-hmm. get near yeah. the media yeah. wall. Cats No Bueno is another one. Yes. Whereas, um, it's generational, I think. Yeah. If, you're, if your guests are a little bit older, then I think that's definitely an issue you would have. For a lot of people, it is the, um, you know, it's talk about a generational thing and it's not like they're not the, the selfie culture. They're not culture, the Instagram yeah. generation. But it is like they may only get dressed up in their, in their finest twice a year. Mm. Um, so for them, it's like, well, this is the best we're both going to look like once they get there, they're, they're ready to take the photo. It's just the initial fear of, yeah. of approaching. And so I try and, you know, get those hosts to be like, you know, tell them that yeah. I'm, that's what I'm there for. Like, Heard them push them, push them. It can be intimidating because it's so well lit most and of I the think, time. Um, <laughs> some people might actually genuinely think if they take a photo there, they'll end up in the paper or something like that. Well, some is... people are scared that, that they might have to pay for it. Um, that's kind of died off over the last couple of years. But at the start, it would be like, oh, so how much do I have to pay for that? And I was like, well, nothing. No, <laughs> just go to the website. <laughs> yeah. It's not an elephant ride. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> it, but having a photographer who also, again, going back to the, the personality, that doesn't make people feel scared. Yeah. So, you know, I, I walk around, step right up, step right <laughs> up. Who wants a photo? Come on down. I was going to awesome. say, you're very interactive. Like yeah. You're, yeah, well, I, you I approach to, like, people and you're not. I have to drag customers in. Otherwise, I'm, do. I'm standing around. So having someone who doesn't make the guests feel uptight or awkward or worried about taking photos is is also a key. So that 
that helps as yeah, well. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. I also, you touched on it before, but I'm um, talking about um, putting people in poses, mm-hmm. which is something John Coe from the West often does. I yeah. love it. He'll, he'll John's a pro. Yeah, he'll just do the little poses and get you to emulate what he's doing and he'll put you in about three different positions. So that's something you do too because that's well, what you, I, I mean, love about him taking Once you know the one pose that, that works, like it's just rinse and repeat. And for him, you know, he does it every night of the week. Yeah. So he knows it. He knows what the paper wants. But for the person who's having their photo taken, you know, it may be their first time. So not everyone knows how to how to pose, you know, with their pretty feet. So just knowing the angles and being able to, to guide them. Like, you guys are all pros now. <laughs> uh, I, I know. I want to be put in a position. I always forget. I, I yeah. have to tell you to stop because yeah. you just keep going and going <laughs> yeah. and going. Get out of the media wall, guys. Yeah, yeah, pretty good at testing the media wall. Yeah. <laughs> how do you get a natural laugh out of people? Because I know photographers just go, three, two, one, smile. And that's almost the worst smile you could do. Yeah. Um, you tell jokes, don't you? I I try and um, and build up a, a database of of like things to say to get <laughs> emotions out of people. So, and then I, I find myself running through them, and it's like a rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. One of them for portraits is to kind of get a, a natural smile. Is you look at them and say, okay, smile, don't smile, smile, don't smile, smile. And usually you can get to about four or five and they'll crack and boom, 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 boom. I was going to say, I'm smiling. (laughs) And you click, 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 click. And and that's boom, you've broken the ice and there you've got that natural. And I think people that aren't used to being photographed, like getting instructions is quite intimidating. Yeah, especially when you're on a media wall at an event, the lights are pretty bright. You're already self-conscious, you're a bit awkward and kind of a bit stiff and don't know what to do. One of them that I I saw someone do for for couples um, and how to get like a, a natural embrace, he says... To the guy, um, I want you to imagine that after this moment, you'll never be able to smell again. And you've got five seconds to remember her smell. And so then he leans in and is like, and it's awkward. It's super cheesy I'm and awkward. like him sniffing her. Like. Yeah, so he leans in and is, is sniffing like a like a dog. And then she's like, what are you doing? And then, but that then creates them to like be playful and, and laugh. And then you snap and you just get that get one that frame that doesn't look like he's trying to sniff her. But you get that cute interaction. And it's um I know what we're doing next time now. Sniffing each other. <laughs> we're not having a couple photo shoots. Why not? <laughs> you just want to avoid those Maya family portraits with, mm. you know, standing there with the hand on the, the shoulder. No, awkward family thing. portraits. Yeah. That's my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Matching sweaters should yes. be left in the eighties. <laughs> so Alex, tell us about your journey from hashtag Instagram husband to actual husband. Mm. I want to see what direction you're going to go in this, but I, there is one story that I particularly want to hear. Yeah. Oh, geez, I would tell it. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, Tam will make you tell it. Yeah. Again, it's just like natural progression in it life. Found it, you. Just, it just found me. <laughs> um, and I, I think the desire to always make sure I'm taking the best quality stuff um, has kind of pushed my wife into having better quality content on her Instagram. Disclaimer, my wife is a air quotes influencer. And she's <laughs> I guess a that, great one. I guess that's kind yeah. of um, kind of helps with this story. The best thing about Ash is she like she she's up there, she's got all those followers and um, she's insta famous for sure. When you meet her, she is the sweetest thing. She's yeah. so down to earth, naturally beautiful inside and out. I really enjoy her company. Yeah. A lot of people are surprised by that. They they see the, the persona that she has in her Instagram stories or, or photos and videos and just assumes that that's just the, the facade and then she's you know, this bitter woman. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but then they meet her and go, oh, you're you're just as dorky and as nice as you, you portray in, in your videos yeah. in, in real life. She is um, sunshine. Yeah. 
I think that's um, what's been her success when she's really taken herself as a business seriously. Um, but where it started for us would be um, she's always been into to pageants and and bikini competitions, did Miss Universe for a couple of years. Um, but for us, it was just what was uh, a hobby. I would She was my muse. I would just take photos of her That's so sweet. for everything. Like it was, I don't think I've ever officially Aww. referred to her as that. She's your muse. Aww. Yeah. I know. That's what everyone, everyone wants their boyfriend or husband to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like, I'm constantly wanting to just, you know, I just want to try this out. I want to try this out. And, you know, she just sit there and let me fiddle around and take photos. Um, She's been editing as well, hasn't she? Playing around. It took me so, like, for years, <laughs> for years, I, you know, I, I enjoy helping, but I would also enjoy seeing her do it herself. <laughs> <laughs> and for years, I would say, this is how I do it. It's super easy. The program's called Lightroom. You just put the photos in here. This is how I do it. I've already got the presets. Just, you know, you can just fiddle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's too hard. I don't know what this does. I don't know what this does. <laughs> And then um, still just use Valencia and all that stuff on Instagram. I was like, oh, you're just butchering my work. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't until she saw you know, someone else on, um, on YouTube go, edit your photos like I do. And I use this app called Lightroom. And she's like, oh, I think I'm going to download Lightroom. And I, just, oh. I was like, oh, are you serious? Yeah, so then I called up that girl and I was like, oh, can you talk about doing your taxes and, <laughs> and things like that? Just on, a video on, about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm really excited about doing my taxes. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, she's she can edit now and use Lightroom and use her presets and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, for us, it just it just happened. Um, I I'm good at pushing other people when I see potential in their business, but I'm just not good at pushing myself. So I would see a massive uh, business opportunity uh, with her and and the rise of the the influencer over the years. And again, it was right place, right time. Um, right time period um, for her to kind of grab that foothold of of being an influencer. Um, and I think that's what everyone wants now. They they just want to be an influencer. Well, I think some people think they want it, but when they're actually there, you don't understand they don't how, how how tough it is. Yeah, and it's, hard work. Yeah, and it's it's hard. She works ten hour shifts um, at Crown and then comes home and and does another ten hours of of replying to DMs and emails and wow. business requests and everyone thinks that she's the golden ticket to their business's success and will just be like, hey, I want you to do this for me. And yeah, it can be tough when your brand is yourself. Um, yeah. You can't kind of hide behind you know, the, the business name and go, oh, it's it's fine. They're just talking about the business. It's, you know, it's it's you. So it, it has its um, uh, ups and downs. It's definitely an emotional roller coaster ride when you, when you go full-time at the influencing stuff it's i can imagine I'd love to, we should get ash on the show yeah. to talk about what it's like especially being an influencer for events mm. um she must get so much yeah. she must be so much in demand and get so many offers to or demands yeah <laughs> to and sometimes i and do things sometimes i i, I do wonder um if a, a marketing team or an events team just don't know what to do and they just think we need influencers there um yeah. and you, we go to events and it, i mean this is can segue into the talk about really bad events um yeah yeah <laughs> you want to ask the question no you've done it <laughs> so alex um tell me about some really bad <laughs> events um i don't really have any of my own um but we have been to events where you know i've been the the plus one the guest and we've just wondered why like why are you here 
like where we go to an event that might be the the opening of something and it's just like ah oh, i don't it's it's it doesn't match the fields um and sometimes i i think maybe when people are putting on events i think we just need the people there and the fact that they're there will mean that it'll be successful mm-hmm. and it's people just thinking mm-hmm. that you, know, you have a following you're the ticket to you know my my product my event my my brand being successful and not really thinking if it if it matches so you not. think one? So a do your research about who you're getting in the room, which is definitely something mm-hmm. we do when we're um, working with influencers, and b maybe give the influencers some direction, like tell them what the product is, ask them is this for you, yeah, and we would love if you could do x y z if you attend the event. Totally, like finding someone that that matches your brand. your brand and the brand's value. Um, because you know we'll, we'll go to events and we'll see other influencers there, and it's like, oh, I wonder why they came. Is it just because of their following? They you know, they don't put the same level of of excitement in that the Ash will put in, um, and haven't really seen them talk about this kind of thing before. It's really just, uh, I guess, just pushing the you know, ticking the box, getting it getting it out there. Um, so yeah, finding an influencer doesn't have to have numbers. Um, I think. They're called micro-influencers now. I love the rise of the micro-influencer. Yeah. 4,386 followers. Not counting at that, all, though. That could be me. <laughs> totally. If you've got... Send products to known associates events. I don't want to toot my own horn, but i got 508 followers. <laughs> if you've got 508 followers yep, you and you're getting girl. 300 likes per photo, you're smashing it. What's under micro-influencer? <laughs> Micro, Tiny. micro, micro, yeah. micro <laughs> influencer. That's us. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you don't Very need niche. to have the uh, the the following. Like, it's it's all about the the quality of the followers. The engagement. Um, yeah, and that's why Ash has abandoned her Facebook page. Um, has she? Oh, I love her even more because Facebook is dead to me. Totally. And it was a good number to quote. Um, like one point four million is a big big number, and that's what her following is on her page. But again, it's so diluted and so you can't sort of target audience. It's just a, a number to quote. Um, and so she kind of abandoned that for Instagram, which is nowhere nowhere near it. But it's it's got a strong contingency of of females from Perth in like the thirty to forty five year old age bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, so what she's putting out there now isn't what she was putting out before. And she's been trying to get rid of that, uh, the following of just mm. guys that wanted to see a, a hot girl in bikini to mm-hmm. people who are interested in what she does with her life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you have seen um, Asha's page really develop in that way. I have even in the time I've known you. Yeah. From the bikini shots to, you know, the more lifestyle kind of. Yeah, lifestyle yeah. shots. Travelling. Um, well, one last thing, Alex. I know you love selling yourself. Where can people find you? <laughs> Probably nowhere because I don't update anything. What's your little poo emoji? Um, yeah, it's who is Alex with underscores. Um, who underscore is underscore Alex. There's a poo next to my name. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, alexhow.com. There's probably nothing there <laughs> apart from Find a, him on LinkedIn. Yeah, email, email me page. Um, yeah. Find me on uh, Ashley Jade's Instagram. <laughs> occasionally, Ash- what is it, Ashley Jade? Ashley Jade zero okay. five. Um, I'll occasionally be on there, uh, making a fool of myself or with our dog Honey, who's also a micro influencer. Super cute. Uh, <laughs> I met Honey the other day. Aww. Randomly bumped into this. I tried to go camping and get away from everyone, and these guys were there. Random. <laughs> Just that's random. fine. We've also bumped World's into colliding. him on the plane home from Bali. That's right. So. Yeah. <laughs> You just at all my holiday Alex, destinations. That's Alex right. is everywhere. That's right. <laughs> Come I'm not everywhere. Up. Everywhere is me. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, on thank that you note. so much for joining us, Alex. Thanks for having me. No worries. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. 
For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. Yeah.